It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Welcome, listeners, to your national award-winning Let's Talk America radio. Here, of course, we spotlight the fascinating topics and people uh, that mean so much to you and topics that really make all of the difference. And today, we're putting the spotlight on self-care. That's right. I said it. It's a topic that many men and women will avoid. It's like the white elephant in the room, but it's something that's so critical, and I'm so excited to have an expert on with us today, a good friend of mine, the one and only Dr. Jennifer Eichenberger. She is a published author. She's also a woman of God. She is a minister and also a media producer. Welcome, Dr. Eichenberger, to the program. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Uh, it's, it's such a great opportunity, one that I think means so much, especially that we are currently living in the world of COVID, as you know. Um, when it comes to taking care of ourselves, Jennifer, Dr. Eichenberger, so many of us will put everyone else on that list, and we will ironically leave ourselves why? Well, I think it's because we have been taught to take care of everyone else except for ourselves. And um, women in particular, we're nurturers, so we want to make sure that everybody is okay and doing well. But it's important to take care of yourself. There's a quote uh, by Eleanor Brown, and it says, uh, and it, and I, uh, it's in my book, and I give her credit, of course, self-care yeah. is so important when uh, you take time to replenish your spirit, it allows you to serve others from the overflow. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. Wow. So we've got to take care of ourselves. Think about when um, you're on an airplane. One of the first things we do is to tell you to put the uh, oxygen over yourself first and then assist those around you. So it's important, and um, I guess we've been taught for so many years that self-care is is, uh, selfish, but it is not. It is not. It's important to take that time away and do whatever you need to do. You need to be uh, rejuvenate yourself to move forward, especially in uh, this dispensation of time that we're in now. Absolutely. Wow, so true. I mean, you touched on several points that so many people are almost taught in a sense, and I think to some degree, Dr. Eichenberger, traditionally it has been women, right, where, you know, you put everyone else first, um, you're last, and that's what good, sweet young women do, and many of Mm -hmm. us carry that through. Now, certainly I think things are beginning to change um, in our culture, but we have to admit and also acknowledge that some of the ways of thinking are still there, so much so, Dr. Eichenberger, that I have known individuals, and some have been very close friends of mine, um, that have missed critical appointments. And when I think of it, I think of mammograms, colonoscopy, I mean, um, annual blood work, because they'll say, well, I don't have the time. I have to rip and run. I have to do everyone else. And when I hear that, I'm thinking, okay, these are important critical screening tests that we know through data, we know through the science allows us to be here longer. Because as you know, with many diseases, especially cancer, one of the big 
biggest things they say is often early detection can help save lives. Um, these women are bypassing critical appointments, a critical procedures. Sometimes I've heard women put off life-saving uh, medical procedures because they'll say, well, I, I have to do this for everyone else. I mean, that sounds odd, does it not? Yeah, you have to take care. You have to take care of yourself because what happens, you know, if you don't, and then someone will have to turn around and take care of you. I mean, it doesn't take that much time. Um, I know we're busy, 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 but yeah. I, it doesn't take that much time to go in and have a physical, to go and have a mammogram. It's only, what, once a year uh, unless you have some issues and it's every six months. Or in some cases it may be every two years. I'm not an expert on that, so don't quote me, <laughs> but it's still um, – you know, it still doesn't take that much time. I, I don't know if, um, you know, individuals are afraid of what the outcome may be, but you must take that time to take care of yourself, to have your physical, Absolutely. to uh, do those different things. That's a necessity. Well, I mean, that is, and I know you're also a minister and you've worked with so many countless people in terms of counseling, mentoring, and guiding. There's a part of me that wonders when people do put off, when they oppress the self-care part, Dr. Eckenberger, it's, it's, perhaps is it some truth in the fact that maybe there's something else going there when, when they're running around, they're doing everything else and everyone's before them. Could that possibly be something deeper? I mean, then what's on the outside of, Hey, you're so busy. You're thinking of everyone else. Could there be some self-esteem issues there? And, and that's me just asking, not really sure if that's the case. It could be in some cases. It's like sometimes you can, we can bury ourselves in busyness, if you will so that we won't have to face what's really going on. But it's, you've got to take that time. You've got to take that time for the next important thing that you brought up. You have to take that time to get those necessary um, uh, uh, medical exams and tests and so on and so forth. You have to take those yeah. times. Like I was just telling my husband, I said, oh, my God. I said, honey, it's been about four, because I was trying to find my glasses. I said, it's been about okay. four or five years that I haven't had my eyes checked. Well, see, that's part of self-care. Yeah, that's right. That's I mean, it's no so excuse. true. I have no excuse. I can't say I'm busy. I just no excuse. I'm guilty with, with the eyes, so I'm going to yeah. make my appointment, go get my eyes checked. Such a valid point. I mean, I think, Dr. Eichenberger, if it's important enough for us to run our partner, our spouses, our kids, our cousins, our, our sisters and brothers and parents around, wouldn't it be that much more important as well to us because that allows us to possibly be around longer to continue to be in these people's lives? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I want to go to your book, and, and it's uh, um, one that's fascinating. I have the privilege of um, adding a review because it's so well done, Dr. Ackenberger. It's entitled A Journey to Self-Care from A to Z, Self-Care, the Vital Art of Nurturing You, a Scriptural and Practical Approach to Well-Being and Wholeness. Um, I, I think when people think self-care, Dr. Ackenberger, they're not quite saying all of that comes with it, but you believe that it, God wants us to be whole and be complete and really take care of us because and I know from your book, and I'm paraphrasing to some degree, but I know after reading it, I was so enlightened and so inspired. But, I mean, you're making it clear that if we are not whole within ourselves, how can we really ever give ourselves completely to others? Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. And, you know, one scripture that I kind of base that on, um, it, it, uh, the scripture that says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Okay. If we, yeah, I think that's part of what, 
self-hatred, and we can get into that a little bit later. But if you don't love yourself, how can you love your neighbor? How can you? If you don't love and take care of yourself, how can you love and take care of somebody? See, that's scriptural, and it's important that you, I mean, I, we, we got a hammer that's bringing this thing on home, as they say. We must take care of ourselves. We, we must. must. I mean, that, it's essential. I mean, certainly. Um, in the mm-hmm. book, um, towards the front, you give some self-care tips. And one of the things that you say that struck me, it says, embrace your body. As long as you are healthy and satisfied with yourself, eat healthily and drink plenty of water. The, the first phrase, embrace your body, I think that's key because, I mean, at, at, when we hear self-care in the the secular world and so much of it, it's like, okay, go to the spa, you know, do you, just be. But you are going deeper with the self-esteem notion here. You're saying embrace your body, who you are, and, and definitely we want to be as healthy as possible. But you're saying we should not be ashamed in the sense of even – and correct me if I'm wrong, even if we could shed a few pounds, you're saying embrace who we are at that moment and make the best and work towards ourselves to be a healthier version? Absolutely. If you want to lose weight, do lose weight for your, uh, your own health and do yes. it for yourself, not because um, someone else is pushing you to lose the weight, unless it's your doctor, of course, but do it for yourself. Like, don't lose the weight just because you're going to be in a wedding or just because you go on vacation. Make it a lifestyle. Because, you know, like, I've always been tall, but I'm five, seven and a half or so. And so when I was coming up, I always, like, was taller than everybody else. And I used to kind of walk around and kind of bend my shoulders over. And my mother said, no, because I used to wish I was. Now I love my height. And yeah. that's what I mean. We're, we're not all going to be a size um, five, seven, or nine, or, or ten, or whatever. And just embrace yourself. Just love yourself. Love the color of your skin. Love the texture of your hair. Whatever you right. love, if you have, if you have, um, you know, I used to have when I was younger. I used to have big, big feet for that time. And my father said, God is just setting you up for a foundation. He says, because you're going to be tall, so you don't need to, you don't need to have little feet. But just embrace whatever it is, whatever, you know, your skin tone, as I said, whatever your hair texture, whatever it is, embrace those things and love yourself and don't compare yourself to what society says you So is. true. So good mm-hmm. point. I mean, such a, such a valid point. And, and what society says, I mean, and, and you and I both know this, Dr. Ackerberger, we've been around long enough to say what can be in this week may not be in uh, in the next few weeks of this year. Um, mm-hmm. And you're right. I think when you said that you were tall coming up and, and you would want to bend over, I had so many tall friends that would do that. And the irony of it is, as you know, I'm a shorter person in statue. I always want to be tall. So I think what, what we may not value is something important to us when we're younger. There's someone else always saying they want that as well and they're and and i will say this not being an expert like you but i think gratefulness is something that's a very powerful and key that goes into living our best life um i don't want to be remiss in the fact that in your new book again titled self-care the vital art of nurturing you um you Mm -hmm. make it clear there there are a lot of things you say and you and, and for the record to be completely transparent and accurate you do say um you know treat yourself to the spa whatever makes you happy travel whatever fulfills us and, and for people, they're different things, right? Some people, it's going for a nature walk. Others, mm-hmm. um, it may be watching their favorite reality television show. But you, and I, I want to make this clear, and you are a, a woman of God. You are a faith 
um, based person, your religious leader, you say be rooted and grounded in the word of God. And, and that's in your book. I'm speaking that verbatim. And you say so that you will be able to stand the winds and storms of life. Elaborate on that for us. Absolutely. Like, okay, right now, everybody is in a storm. Everybody is in a storm. We may not be in the same boat, but we're all in the same storm. And so when you're rooted and grounded in the word of God, your faith will get you through. When you wake up in the morning and you hear all the bad news, just think about Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, never to harm you, plans for a future and a hope. Because we wake up in the morning, I mean, just think back, what, four or five months ago, we figured about August, we'll be good, we'll be out of this, and wow. we're not. So we have to trust God. God will see us through. We have to have faith. We have to dig our faith in. And no matter what comes our way, there is a solution. There is a scripture in the Bible that will get us through. So, yes, by all means, be rooted and grounded. And another thing for self-care is what I do is I get in the morning, of course, I pray and I meditate yes. and okay. I read that word. Wow. Because and, I mean, and so that... Go ahead, Jennifer. Go ahead, Dr. Ackenberger. No, sometimes we can get a little despondent, like like I said, oh, my God, it's this yeah. August, and we're still going through this. Sure. And you can, be, get, you can get depressed if you're, if you're not careful. And then, yeah. you know, read those words. Read Psalms. Find something in the Bible that can, you know, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth, you know. Come with wow. us. So, yes, be rooted yeah. and grounded. But when you talk about self-care, I think it's so relevant that you're bringing up COVID-19 because it has changed the way of life as we know it. Um, but you're right. We have to be really um, frank about our feelings and emotions that we're going through. And, and would you say this? I mean, as a minister, be willing to acknowledge it. And, that, and I think when you acknowledge it, Dr. Ackerberger, that's when you say to ourselves, like, or myself, like, okay, I deserve this then. Maybe I deserve this nature walk. I deserve this mental brain break in the middle of the day. Um, maybe from working in the office or teleworking, that we really deserve it because when we're looking at what's going, what's going on, I mean, like you're saying, it, it's a storm that all of us are going through. We may be at different points of the storm on the ups and downs of it, but everyone's really experiencing it if we're being honest about it. We are. We are. As I said, we're all in the same storm. We may not be in the same boat, but we are in the same storm. Wow. Such a good point. Um, in your chapter of your book, again, Self-Care, The Vital Art of Nurturing You, Material Possession, and uh, some of the quick self-care tips you share in this chapter, um, you, you say be grateful for what you have, and, and I spoke about that, and you t- brought up being grateful. You also ask a question that really resonates with me. You said, what really matters to you? And I have a great friend who's a fitness um, guru and, and advocate, and she always says, what's your why? What's your why for working out? What's your why for not putting certain foods inside your body? And, and I'm going to say you're probably going along that level, too, when you say what really matters. What drives that question for you? What really matters? What's yeah. important? Because, you know, right now we have a lot of people that are out of work. So are, are they looking at what's important? What's really important to you? More like what's a, make, what's a, what's a deal breaker for you? Why do you get up and work out in the morning? Why do you do the things that you do? Good point. What, what really matters? What's most important to you? Wow. I mean, so what, yeah, what pushes it? And, and it's more than, hey, I'm drinking water because that's what 
a dietitian told me to do, but it goes a step further of I'm drinking water to keep my kidneys and my blood flowing well and all right. the great benefits that water can bring. And what does that mean? I likely, if I continue this with other activities, I likely can have a lesser chance of experiencing a stroke or a heart attack, right? That's that why. That's that why. What really matters to you and to you. We have to drink water. I mean, we have to have fluids because uh, the human body is made up what? Is it? 75% yeah, water? Yeah, majority of water, definitely. I mm-hmm. I spoke with a, um, a leading best-selling author like yourself a few months ago, and she said one of the biggest giveaways of not being able to take care of ourselves or not really seeking the proper care physically, emotionally, is many, many people can be dehydrated. And I just saw another study or report about that earlier today, and it's interesting we're talking about H2O water, but saying when people become so busy, so saturated in the moment of where they are, they can sometimes not drink enough liquids and water. Yes, yes, you're absolutely correct. And then I also read too that sometimes, like, um, you'll crave, you you get hungry, but actually you want water, and you're, it's your body's way of getting you to drink something. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. so powerful. Don't think about your, your book, your new book. I know it, it's selling well already, but um, I know for you, being a woman of God, it, it's bigger than just selling off shelves and going to their favorite outlet to buy it. It's about really transforming lives, if that's one life at a time. Who is this book for? I mean, and I have to ask that when I'm, I'm always speaking to popular authors like yourself because some envision it's mostly for women, and there would be good reason why you would maybe want it to be for women or maybe it's for anyone or for someone that's going through something. Who did you intend for this book to reach? I intended for this book really to reach everyone, but particularly women. Okay. And when I was doing my research on this book, um, I understand this self-care term came about through uh, the millennials because, like, women that are my age that are well over 40 and over 50, we always would say me time. But they said, so that's one reason why I named it the the self-care because I think, I believe, I hope I dropped some nuggets in this book so that it will help the the younger ladies. Yeah. You you definitely. um, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and one of the lasting uh, sentences in this book that that stays with me, and I read it before and I'll read it again for our listening audience here on Let's Talk America Radio, you said, put this plan, the plan that you have for self-care, in a place um, where you can easily see it and practice the activities daily. How key is that? Because you know, Dr. Eichenberger, so many of us will, you know, we'll, we'll have this plan, we'll have this business plan, we'll have whatever, you know, our, our vision board and and we do it, and we're excited, and we're amped, and then three weeks later, it's nowhere to be found. But you're saying it really needs to be out front and needs to be purposeful, right, that we are taking care of ourselves. It's almost like, and I know you're really big on health and fitness, we can't just assume that we're going to accidentally fall into eating and living a healthy lifestyle because it doesn't work like that, right? Yeah, you have to be, inten- you have to be intentional on eating healthy. Because it's so easy to go to the grocery store, and on the way to the grocery store, you run across all these fast food restaurants, and then once you get in the grocery store, there's so many things you see. But yeah. um, go go to the um, the produce department. Absolutely, mm-hmm. good point. Yeah, and for self care, you're saying that have places so you can see it. Place it. Um, yeah. Um, you know, at the you know, find a room that, like, uh, okay. wherever you think you're going to see it every day. Uh, if you have to put it near near the refrigerator in your kitchen or if you have a, a 
somewhere in your closet so you can just kind of look at it to keep you, you know, on focus. Wow, good point. It's forefront and center in our lives as taking care of ourselves should be to allow us to be here as long as possible. That longevity is the key concept. Uh, Dr. Jennifer Eichenberger, always a pleasure to speak with you, always. I love your new book. Um, We've spoken about so many different topics in the past years, but this new book, Self-Care, again, Self-Care, the Vital Art of Nurturing You, a Scriptural and Practical Approach to Well-Being and Wholeness. It's a life-changing book. I congratulate you, my friend, on, on doing another great publication that's moving and shifting lives. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. So where can our national listeners go for more information on this book and on your platform? Okay. It's easy. Uh, my uh, website is Jennifer Eichelberger, and I'll spell the Eichelberger. It's E-I-C-H-E-L-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. JenniferEichelberger.com, and I'm also on Facebook, which is Jennifer um, Stovall um, Ministries. Okay. Um, that's so they can find me on Facebook and find me uh, on my website. And on my website, there's a link, and um, you can just click it, and it'll take you to straight to uh, uh, to Amazon to purchase the book. I love it. And what's the bit of reception of the book? How have uh, your fans and supporters and those reading it, how, what ha- has been the reception? I've heard and I've read some of the uh, comments that um, they couldn't put it down. Wow, true. That's what I've heard. That's what I've read. So I said, okay, that's great. And uh, I understand some of the younger ladies in their 20s and 30s particularly like the book. Again, it's for people of all ages, right. men and women. But um, I'm getting a big response from the from the young ladies in particular. Awesome. And if there is a message that needs to be heard, whoever you are, wherever you are, man, woman, child, teen, certainly listen. Take care of yourself. That's so important. You get one body and one self. Dr. Ackerberger, what a joy to have you on the program. Thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. Always. For more information on Let's Talk America Radio, visit LTARadio.com. Interested in this interview or want to share it with a family or friend, certainly do that, okay? Visit the website, LTARadio.com. There you will find a link to this episode. Share it. You can inbox it to them. You can share it on uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, however you like. Stay connected to us, everyone. And remember, we offer real talk for real people. That's you. Thanks for listening. Let's Talk America Radio is an entity of Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All rights reserved. Glamour Girl Fitness wants you to stop making excuses for fitness and get fit Glamour Girl style. Now supersede the word fitness with fun and incorporate the whole family. That's what Glamour Girl Fitness does with the Mommy and Me program. We take a time out for fitness. Find out more now by visiting www.glamourgirlfitness.org. Again, that's www.glamourgirlfitness.org. Start the conversation today because you matter. Thank you.